TTB Music Podcast. Oh, it's eventful. Honestly, how many times have you spilled beer in here? <laughs> it's all go, isn't it? It's all go in the studio. <laughs> it's not like that time you exploded that vat of beer from underneath the desk over there. No, that, that was went all the way out the wall. That, that was, was particularly impressive. The oh, visual the, humor. The drop a beer, catch it in midair, and watch us. <laughs> the entire contents of it then just leap straight out yeah. over everything. Yeah. That was impressive. It's a shame we weren't um, vlogging, but there we go. Indeed. Right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Hey, we're back. Hey, hey we, might, we managed it. Yeah, it's yeah. like two weeks. Yeah. Something. Something like that. Yeah, it's like, God, that is. It's like we're... Well, we are playing catch up, aren't we, this year? We are a bit. We are playing catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2018. Well, anyway, here we are. So, Janelle Monet, Belly, Black Moth, Super Rainbow, Ashley Monroe, Confidence Man, and Speedy Ortez coming your way. Excellent. So, without further ado mm-hmm. uh we go to the so then there's a third bit of a third album podcast as well we've got um, four the four of the things are third albums third so albums. first third album up oh, is uh, yep. janelle okay. monet and dirty computer yeah uh which has a metacritic rating of 89 out of 100 people bloody hell <laughs> that's quite high yeah that's the kind of swearing that's in this album as well. <laughs> that was quite mild compared with the language on this album, mate. Oh, right. <laughs> no, mate, good grief. I've gone all like smiley and nice on you all of a sudden. Smiley and nicer, yeah. Jesus. Um, right, mate. All right, okay. I'll, I'll let me tone the language down uh, and review this album with terrible language. Um, so, Janelle Monet's uh, album Dirty Computer. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought, do you know what? I thought, uh, and I, I, I did, it must be May time because I usually trot out this cliche around this time of year. What a great album from the summer. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That, that, that's that cliche out of the way. No, it's a, in all seriousness, it's a, it's a good time album, <laughs> isn't it? There's a lot of good timing going on in the There's album. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of good time going on in this album. Um, and, and it's, um, you know, it makes, at the same time though, it makes its points about, about colour and about gender and about trump a couple yes. of times yeah um uh, but at the same time just manages to keep it um keep it upbeat um and fairly i'd say musically fairly pop throughout it is it's very, very much a pop album yeah. lyrically much more hip-hop um but but musically very pop yes uh yeah because the, the lyrics are uh, mm, interesting um, I also like the flow of the production. The sort of the um, the album for those that haven't listened to it goes from track to track to track, pretty much. Yeah. Um, as a sort of a continuous uh, piece of music. Um, so and works then, and works remarkably well because considering that it's, it's not a samey record, but yeah. when any stretch of the imagination. No, absolutely. Um, so, but so it's it, but it it sort of maintains a momentum and stays positive, musically speaking, throughout. And damn funky in places as well. Yeah. Damn funky, damn dirty, and damn funky. Um, last third of the album, though, with the exception of the final track. Yeah. Um, a bit more reflective. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, yes. Yeah. The final track is something of an anthem to um, uh, the America that we all want to see again. But uh, the the um, 
the, the, the tra few tracks before that, perhaps a little bit slower the pace, perhaps a little bit more reflective than some of the earlier stuff, which parties hard. Um, but yeah, but overall, really, I really enjoyed this album. And um, as I said, if I had to pick a track, take a bite. Great track for the summer. Plenty of sass. Plenty of sass indeed. I, I, I tend to agree. I think uh, uh, for me, how can you not like an album that pretty much starts starts off with some Brian Wilson backing vocals? Mm. <laughs> you know, exactly. So classic Beach Boy yeah. thing vibe going on straight away. Thinking, okay, yeah, this is good. Dirty mm -hmm. computer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we go into crazy classic life, which, as you say, kind of goes through the whole thing of um, uh, gender equality and racial equality. Um, I really like the line that we don't need another ruler. All my friends are kings, kind of kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think what you've said about the album pretty much sums up. I think it's, I think it's a supremely confident mm, pop yes. record. Confidence. Is um, clearly, the, most people will, will have probably heard the single single of it, which uh, to say is somewhat Prince-like is a slight understatement. Um, and so much so, people said, "Oh, Prince must have wrote that because they knew that." He, he he had worked with her but according to her he didn't write the song but he she worked very closely with him when she was um really? preparing the record and he suggested lots of uh instruments and stuff to use in the record so he even kind of going yeah you should listen to this gary you should listen to this early gary newman album you need to you need to get the synth from that that's really good to have and really give the, the right vibe the record for your record um it's interesting you say that because my last comment uh, I noted down there. Look at look at my notes there. The very final line. Prince in his pomp. Prince yeah. in his pomp. Yeah. Um, and outside of that that track, which is very Prince, there 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 are certainly hints of his pop ethos across the, across the the record. Um, but what I like about it is the fact that it's not a one note record. It it goes from that kind of Prince stuff to straight out rap to pure pure pop mm. um and has some really good uh people on it as well zoe kravitz uh is on one track grimes whose last album i was a big fan of particularly appears on one album and frill frill it doesn't get it doesn't really get on many people's albums no problem with frill yeah just, it doesn't just, work does it no he never does no he's just quiet i said a few times we've said that yeah, yeah. um i got the juice which mm. is another um yeah, mm. the mm. song. But there's a lot of sex in this album. There's a lot of sex, lot of swearing, uh, which is bizarre because as I've just literally said uh, to my family downstairs, <laughs> we're, we're we're not for that. It would be an ideal pop record to play to play <laughs> to, to the family. Well, yeah. <laughs> musically it is, lyrically slightly less so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say it's a thumbs up from me. Definitely. Yeah, no, me too. Um, <laughs> Moving on and changing tack a bit, um, but in a way quite interesting because in the last podcast, obviously we reviewed the return of the breeders who had been away for a wee while, um, and this time around we are reviewing the return of Belly, and obviously Tanya Donnelly was a founding member of the breeders before going off and forming Belly originally. This is also a third album, uh, except unlike the Janelle Monáe one, one uh, there's been 23 years between <laughs> this and the previous Belly album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, quite a while, yeah. um, to say the least. That said, you probably wouldn't notice. Um, 
it's a slightly more um, relaxed record perhaps than um, previous Belly albums to an extent. Um, so it's kind of a gentle indie pop return rather mm. than a totally in your face kind of thing. Um, but then they're always slightly more me melodic than the Breeders anyway, I thought. Um, Donnelly still sounds great and hers and the rest of the band's songwriting chops still seem to be well in, pl well in place. Starts off really great with mine, Shiny One, Human Child particularly, I really like. Um, and then some really interesting stuff as the album goes on, particularly some, you get to Artifact, which is near the end, which has this kind of country vibe going on, um, which I really, really liked. It's kind of an album, I think, that uh, would have you, have you reaching for your Bell and Sebastian and Natalie Merchant records, if you haven't listened to them for a while. And dare I say it, I'm going to say, it's a good, solid album, Pete. Mm. Um, and, it, and unlike the Breeders album, I think it works in kind of going, yeah, this is what I wanted from a Belly album. So, yeah, again, yeah. generally, I'm quite happy with it. Yeah, because the Breeders album, which we reviewed last time around, was... Um it was all right, was it? It just left us a little bit flat. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's um, it's very, it's a classic '90s album, um, and you've got, you know, you've got your, your sort of, your your shoegaze indie, um, the likes of which you rarely hear uh, these days in in the track "Shiny One." Yeah. But then we have, you know, the rock side of the album, best represented by, um, I think it's a uh, "Human Child" track three. Which gets sort of loud and angry, and you get a nice sing-along chorus. And you get sure. a nice sing-along chorus, exactly. So a proper rock tune. Um, but actually, I mean, kind of reflecting what you said, it's not as angry as as it could have been, and I think that's so probably demonstrates, you know, twenty-three years have passed. There's a certain maturity and evolution that does kick in. <laughs> yes. Over twenty-three years, one would don't need to go. Yeah. Although lyrically, it still does go does. in places. It's just. But, I mean, for example, I really like the track Suffer the Fools. Yeah. Because, again, very sort of quiet, much quieter, much more melodic, actually much more of a, much more of a, a, a you know, a softer, um, maturer, more senior sort of style of songwriting than perhaps was evident on their, their 90s work. Um, yeah. So, which I particularly enjoyed. So, yeah, overall... Um, uh, yeah, of, of our recent 90s returnees. like this one. like this one quite a lot. Solid. Solid indeed. So, we're going to move on to uh, the sixth album from the next band. Um, clearly we missed the first five. Um, Black Moth Super Rainbow. Really? And their album, Panic Blooms. Ah. So, what can we say about Black Moth Super Rainbow, apart from the fact that the, their name is a bit crap? Yeah. Right, okay. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> um, Black Moth Super Rainbow. Um, yeah, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's probably as interesting as it gets. Um, I really struggled this, with this one. I struggled with this one because I couldn't bloody hear what you're saying half the time. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's, there's pretentious and there's just crap. <laughs> um, you know, so I don't like this beat. Yeah, no, is it, is, it coming, is it coming through? Um, so I, yeah, it's just noodling. A lot of this was just noodling for noodling's sake. I mean, you know me. You know that I like a good soundtrack. You know that I like a good, a good electronic. I, I've talked in the past about my soundscapes and my 
my my electronic orchestras and my you know I like I like noodling done well I like some of the instrumental work that the likes of Trent Reznor have done um, so I don't mind the noodling but this was just noodling for noodling's sake I I I struggle really struggle with this album now again perhaps. Perhaps it was not listening to it in the right environment. I was trying to listen to it all in one go. Uh, maybe I wasn't high enough at the time. Mm. Um, or maybe I was too drunk. Um, <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk. It was eight o'clock in the morning. Um, so it, it just, I just didn't cut with me at all. Not one for the commute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's very, it's very, very woozy. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it has hints of My Bloody Valentine and, yeah, yeah, and that, several other... <laughs> Yeah, and 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 several. We other, have history. Yeah. yeah, and several other bands that I really really like. Yeah. Um, however, track five is called "Bad Fucking Times." Um, if there was a better review of this album, I'm not sure I've seen it because mm. I totally agree with you. This mm. album is boring. Yeah. Tedious. Yeah. And I and similarly, I really 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 struggled. Um, in fact, it made editing a client briefing on GDPR seem thrilling. <laughs> it's a no from me, Pete. It's a no. It's a no. It's a no from you. Although, I'm going to say one positive thing about it: aerosol weather, track seven. Yeah. Let's get physical by Olivia Newton-John. I thought I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it just made me want to listen to "Let's Get Physical" it's by Olivia Newton-John Newton and or... stop listening to this record because or... there were still. Nine tracks, or do you know what Yeah, there were still nine album. tracks left at that oh, point, and long. I was thinking it was a long album, and it's not a long album. That's the thing. Yeah, it's not a long album, it's but like it feels a, a very, 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 very long, long album. Always, oh, yeah. Uh, June, July, twenty-eight. It'll take you two months, two months to listen to this and get over it. Um, so yeah, I think I think this is this is a contender, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's very much an early contender <laughs> for early for contender. the, uh, the Gold Cobra Award. If Sting and Shaggy hadn't stolen the march last time around. Still can't get over that, by the way. Um, this is yeah. This is yeah. now now best best forgotten. A bit like all those GDPR emails. Indeed. Yeah. Topical, eh? Topical. See, they've they've probably got six. This is the sixth album, you see. They've clearly peaked. I think there was five more like this. They've, there were five. they've clearly peaked earlier on in their career. <laughs> five more of these before you get to this one. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So moving on. Let's. Um, to an album I enjoyed much more. <laughs> uh, the third album from Ashley Monroe, uh, Sparrow. Um, again, we re reviewed her last album, uh, uh, the title of which suddenly escapes me, but uh, I think it made our end of the year top ten, I think. Did it? I think. What year was one. that? Mm. A couple of years back, two years, three years ago. Yeah, okay. um, Keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a, this is a, a different album too. Clearly, it's a different album. <laughs> this is why I don't do this professionally. That's the smooth thing of saying, this is a different smooth. album. Yeah. By which I mean, um, it's still very much a country, a country record as the previous outings have been. However, this has more of that kind of put me more in mind of Dusty Springfield and Bobby Gentry, that whole kind of 70s country vibe with kind of big kind of uh, orchestration going on in the, in the, in the background um, and it suits the kind of sound and the kind of timbre of this record 
really well. Um, it's a song that's song. It's an album that's it's about yearning, feeling, um, feelings of loss, sex again, yeah. child, childbirth, the death of the father. It's all in in here, but the production of it is it just sounds just lush and gorgeous, and it's it's literally from the opening moments of the the first track, Orphan, which I think is one of the standout tracks on the album. Um, and it just, for me at least, it just kind of drew me straight straight in, and I was like, oh yeah, I like, yeah, I can like, I like this, you know, and just, again, nice sunny weather, turn it up, chill. Um, and it's an album that's like 43 minutes, and it just rattled along for me. It just, yeah. it just went, it just, I got to the end, and it was like, wow, was that it? Oh, wow. Uh, back to the start. Mm. Um, like the Casey Musgraves album of the last podcast, it's a third album that manages to stay within the confines of the musical genre, but still progress within mm. the musical genre. And yeah, I was uh, very much taken by it. It's um, very much like the um, Casey Musgraves album. Uh, it was much softer mm. in t- musically, but, but the lyrics were still quite sharp. Yes. Um, even if it was sort of washed in a very warm production sound. Um, no, I really, really enjoyed this album. Much gentler, I think, than, than previous work as well. Um, but yeah, it's all still in there, isn't it? The hard times and the cheating and yep. the and the um, and the deaths and the and the bad relationships and the, all of that stuff that we love country songs for. Indeed, they have such eclectic, dramatic lives. They do indeed. <laughs> no, no, really. Sorry, really enjoyed this album. Um, very, very much so. So, moving on. What happens when you get some Aussie Indian psych rock band members, and they get together to make a dance record? What happens is you get confidence man and confident music for confident people. How confident we are are we about this album, Peter? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I didn't I didn't like this first time through. Yeah. It's grown on me. It, it's yeah. a grower. <laughs> it is a grower. It's a grower. This album touches every electronic dance music style for the last twenty or thirty years at some point. Pretty much, yeah. Um, it's all in there, the cowbells, uh, the happy house. Um, and uh, I, I never thought I'd use the phrase "big beat" ever again, but but connoisseurs of the of the late '90s electronic music scene, um, and and a particular course of Fatboy Slim will know "big beat" very well. Yes, um, it's a phrase that yeah, I, I don't think I've uttered for that long. Um, best encapsulated by a couple of tracks: uh, "Catch My Breath" and "Better Sit Down, Boy," which uh, actually <laughs> "Better Sit Down, Boy" is quite catchy. Uh, yeah. Who'd have thought? Who knew? It is. Um, I'm not going to mention one of the tracks because I'm, I'm pretty sure you are. Um, but uh, really enjoyed the primal scream. The screamer in here as well. They are. See, that's 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 the way it kind of lost me. Actually. No, no, it, was, it, it pulled me back in at that point just as mm, I was getting bored. No. You then had a couple of tracks out the window and fascination, which were pure psych- psychedelia. Yeah. You know, no, I I, I didn't mind that at all. Um, obvious comparisons will be made with. The likes of everybody, everybody. Fabulous <laughs> um, men. I've already mentioned that the, the Scissor Sisters is an obvious one. Yes. Um, Hot Chip, another. 
Um, and I read in a review somewhere, someone made a comparison with the LCD sound system as well, which I thought was... Uh, okay. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, tenuous, but great. Yeah, okay. That was the enemy. Um, but I, I think that what the, the his, uh, her vocals, her sort of, I say vocals. Persona. Front, persona, front woman, style, uh, enjoyed. His vocals, I couldn't get that, that, that novelty record. You know, the Barbara, Barbara Streisand, that one. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get that out of my head. That became an earworm listening to this. Well, yeah. also I had that the the mom. Oh yeah. Which is don't you know me in a band? Yeah. Which is which is which is a great song by the way. Yeah, yeah. Don't you know I'm in the band? Duck soup, Barbra Streisand. So yeah, it was a fun. You know, come on, it's a fun album. So I'll and and there's a party as well. There is a party. Yeah. So I've been tweeting about yeah. incessantly. Yeah, it's a cool what party. What kind of party? Is <laughs> it's it? a cool party. Is it, is it like the best party of the year? It's the party of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a song I love because it's just it makes me smile every time it comes on because it's just uh, ridiculous. It's ridiculous, <laughs> and, and this is there's some, some there's some brilliant. What, what I really like about this album is uh, again it's another album that talks about sex a lot. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot of sex going on in this podcast. Um, but oh my god, is it's tongue in its cheek? Uh, there's in Cool Party. There's a there's a one of my favourite bits of the song. There's a bit when she goes, "I take off my jacket because I'm hot." Is anyone else hot? And there's, a, there's, a, there's a voice. That, there's a male voice going, "I'm hot." I missed that. It's like, I'm pretty hot. Which just every time just cracks me up. It's just genius. Um, and it's oh, it's and it's also a really. Fantastically good oral sex joke in in uh, boyfriend as well, which yeah. is uh, about reciprocation. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's this is warm, yeah. <laughs> it's it, this is a, a fantastically stupid, uh, and in its first half particularly, incredibly enjoyable record. Yes. Um, I kind of think it has difficulty sustaining the shtick for a whole album um and as i've already mentioned the primal scream bits i could have done without i was quite happy to have right said pred and will powers and go team and various other yeah. people appear, appear, appearing there but primal scream bit i was thinking no i see this, this, this i don't need any primal scream that's that's taking it into an almost kind of serious kind of mm. realm i don't need the seriousness i like i like the lack of seriousness the kind of funness of this record yeah and it reminded me that pop music can and should be fun yeah um um so if you like <laughs> really 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 strange records really? with people basically talking yeah. nonsense over some <laughs> dance music this is a record for you um and frankly you should you should listen to it everyone should listen to this record even if it's just um you know the first five tracks yeah because there's enough Humor. There's enough going on there. And silliness yeah. in those to brighten up any party. A confident party. Even Dave's. Even Dave's party. Yeah. Yeah. So we finish off uh, with the third album from Speedy Ortez, again, who we have reviewed before on this podcast. Um, and also connecting back to the um, 
Breeders discussion of last week, one of the many bands who we've compared to the Breeders in the past. Um, and I think the influence is still very, very, very evident. That blend of kind of jarring off kilter indie guitar and straight indie pop um, is still very much where this record sits. And similar to the last Speed Yortez album, I think, um, for me at least, it's one of those records that you kind of need to get your ear in. But once you get your ear in, things that first seem kind of like sharp and jarring suddenly kind of smooth out and suddenly you realise that there actually are choruses here and the choruses, some of the choruses are actually surprisingly catchy, like a um, particular thing in Lucky 88 um, and I think Sport Death, which is also quite amusing. Um, <clears throat> doesn't quite match the height of um, previous record, uh, Four Deer, for me, which was an album that I loved. Um, mm, it was good. But given the Breeders album, the Breeders album itself was a disappointment. This kind of makes up for that, and and as just to prove they can do it, has a very funny and kind of fairly straight final track with "You Hate the Title," yeah, um, which is basically a straight ahead pop tune, but with quite amusing lyrics. Um, again, it's quite short, so rattles along. Um, solid. Solid, yeah, it's a solid. It's a solid. It's another solid '90s album because it sounds like it's from the '90s at yeah. times, um, and I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a complimentary way. Um, I think, unlike yeah, the, the previous album, I, we both really enjoyed, and I think what I what I really enjoyed about their first album was the sort of lo-fi-ness of it. Now that's obviously moved on, yeah, um, as a as a as a thing. Um, so this is a, a much richer, much warmer production. We're back to the warm production again. Um, so, so in, in many ways, it sort of smooths smooths over some of the, the rougher edges, 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 yeah, uh, of of the indiness of the album, um, which I think I, I think for me just took something away. Um, but as you say, lyrically as ever, very very clever, um, and uh, yeah, solid solid indie album. Sort of kind of complimentary in a way. I'm glad it's funny reviewing this and listening to Belly alongside each other. Yes. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of how I ended up doing it. Um, very complimentary, in fact. Right. That important bit. Well, not important to most people, but you know. If anyone still cares. Um, yeah. Album of the podcast, Peter. I think we can guess which one it's not. No, it's not that one. Uh, was it tricky on this one? Because um, usually I give it some thought. And, and usually it's really this a standout, but I mean we've touched on. I think from all the the five other albums, there's there's a good case to be made for each one of them. Um, I'm kind of almost tempted to go for Confidence Man, <laughs> which is not not where I thought I'd start this conversation yeah. at all. But just because it's so out there and so different, um, it's not the best album of the podcast, but it's. It's no, it's, def it's definitely not the best no. album in the podcast, but, no, but I, 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 I know exactly what you, you mean. I, it, like I said, particularly the first half of it, just, yeah. I've listened to the first half of it quite a lot yeah. this, week, this week because it keeps making me smile. Yeah, it just, it just makes me laugh. Um, so, so, so if I'm going to be more pretentious and all serious for a moment, <clears throat> there, I clear the throat. Uh, <sighs> Janelle Monet. I'm obviously in a pop mood today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's a toss-up between Janelle and Ashley. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, I think, but both are yeah. really, really good, strong records. 
good songwriting, uh, good production, and yeah, just really nice records. Yeah. Which you should own. Yeah, exactly. Right. Home taping is killing music. Home taping. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, of homework, um, when we when we turn the mics off, um, much to the frustration of all our listeners, I'm going to review the Arctic Monkeys album. Ah, <laughs> yes. They missed out on our jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky you. Lucky them. Anyway. <clears throat> Till then. <laughs>